And good morning, SR. Good morning, Leslie. And how are you this morning? Good morning. I'm super excited. World Cup play is going to be happening in an hour. Uh, the U.S. men national team um, taking on the Netherlands, and super excited because I see Betty said the World Cup is sucked her in, and I know the world has sucked me in too. In fact, I am. I have to say I'm grateful that the World Cup was moved this year to later in the year because I pretty much watched almost every match when I was sick. <laughs> so it really helped get me through my quarantine. That and a couple streaming uh, shows. Uh, of course, uh, the Hallmark uh, Christmas uh, Spectacular and a lot of good books. So... There you go. That's all you need. Exactly. And I'm so happy to see Lori on. Um, <laughs> and thank you. You can tell I'm feeling better. Still have a tiny bit of congestion. Um, but thank you, Shell Notes, that I sound much better. Yes, I'm starting to get back um, my voice, which really kind of took a hit. Still a little congested, but a lot better overall. And just happy to... Happy to be feeling better this week. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you are, because that, that, that was a rough <laughs> uh, couple yes, of weeks for you. It really was. Um, although I have to say, I think I might schedule at least once a year or maybe uh, once every s six months a long weekend of doing nothing but staying in bed. <laughs> I think... I think hey, you know. Uh, I think that might be a really good way to recharge batteries. Um, yeah, it's a very yeah. good way. I mean, I think it's. I I didn't enjoy having the uh, I, I, <laughs> the forced downtime um, and feeling so lousy, but uh, I think it really did help. Um, you know, the fact that I didn't go as soon as I was out of quarantine, start running around and the fact that I took it seriously and made sure I was resting until I was significantly better, I think really helped. So I've learned lessons over the years because I used to just keep pushing myself and then I would get sicker and sicker and end up with pneumonia or bronchitis. So, you know. Now, my house, we call them, I call them Pam Langworthy days. <laughs> I might have to schedule a Pam Langworthy weekend then. <laughs> I might have to look mm -hmm. on the calendar. Maybe a quarter, once a quarter. I think that's probably too much, though. But Hey, once a week, one, week, one yeah. day a weekend yeah. is fine with me. I'm uh. laughing now because I just saw that Shell, <laughs> they were talking about ringtones because obviously the song you played uh has a tie-in to the chapter and shell mm -hmm. says paul's ringtone is old mcdonald <laughs> <laughs> but he says i'm not good staying in bed all day unless i'm reading but i can't lay in bed all day long yeah i definitely have to well, do something like read or get sucked into a, a binge you watching something um but it was uh needed rest yeah. so <laughs> well that's that's kind of what i uh <clears throat> i'm not necessarily in bed mm -hmm. all day to be honest with you 
but I do enjoy just, you know, not having to deal with anybody. Yes. Anything. A pajama day. I have done pajama yes. days, um, but I've never, you know, been sick for that long where I was in bed that long. So Anna's saying no for her, no COVID, but still asthma-like symptoms. Docs are stingy with meds, and I know a prednisone course is what I need. Maybe a trip to Mexico for the OTC available <laughs> meds and beach. Oh, and I'm sorry. Go. We Pam and I were just talking about this before we came on um, air about the so many things going around right now. Um, and I've had friends who have been, you know, essentially cannot shake these upper respiratory viruses that are going around, um, you know, weeks. <laughs> things have gone on for weeks and they're not getting knocked out. So, yeah. no, it's true. And, and I, I, I mean, I look at, um, Phil and Marlene, they were both in mm-hmm. the hospital with, uh, a, an upper respiratory and, and everybody was like, Oh, you've got COVID. They've got COVID. And, and they were tested. Both of them at the time when they went in were tested for both the flu and COVID. And it wasn't, it wasn't the flu or COVID, but I think, and this is my very um, non-medical school on professional cogn- or diagnosis is that they had that, the adult version of all mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I truly believe a lot of that's going around. Um, I, I'll tell you what, oh, yeah. if I'm going out in crowds, I'm wearing a mask. And I'm, it's not even for COVID. It's more for the other stuff. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just, I don't want to get sick again. Um, no, I don't blame you. Yeah, Anna's noting for her it's horrible wheezing. I really hope um, you're able to get um, better. As Betty says, we need a bottle of Willie's Vintage. Most definitely. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Betty also said, her blessedness and her tend to sing old McDonald a lot. It's our jam. Betty, I must say, <laughs> being the fan of Paul that you are, it is. I am not surprised. <laughs> I am not surprised at all. So, oh my goodness. Um, hope everybody is uh, well this first Saturday of December. I cannot Ooh, believe, it? believe it. How did we get here? <laughs> How did we get here, friends? I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. It's absolutely yeah. crazy. It truly, truly is. Um, Elena said, I'm with you, Leslie, haven't given up my mask when I'm out shopping or in any group of folks. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I just, I remember pre COVID, you know, I would notice every once in a while people would wear masks when it was like flu season. Um, and I know in some of the other countries that was kind of a customary thing they've always done. Like I think in Japan, um, Japan does and that. I, I was like, you know, that's pretty smart. <laughs> I should, you know, why don't I do that? And obviously now it's been mm-hmm. different. Brenda's saying, good morning, y'all. I'm not out shopping. I still use it when I fly. We just, uh, stopped using them at work. Wow. Yeah. I know they have been mm-hmm. stopping them. Um, yeah, I think just, to, just right now, I don't know how it is down in New Orleans, but right in our northeastern climate, it's just getting everybody's kind of getting lucky. Um, 
Well, I think, you know, the other thing is, too, we, we were masked for so long. Anytime we walked out of the house into a grocery mm-hmm. store or a shopping mall or anything like that, we were always masked. And then um, now, you know, you, since everything has kind of really opened up and it's up to you whether you want to wear the mask or not, that all those viruses and bugs that you would get and build the immunities for are out there. <laughs> Cause, you yeah. know, we well, and it depends in. too. Like if it's not a, if it's not busy, if it's not a lot of people around, I may or may not, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just for a little bit anyway. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but uh, Betty well, found a, Betty found a, a very interesting version, cow, cow, cow rendition bell. of Jingle Bells. <laughs> I don't know, Betty, we may need the link to that. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um and Anna's saying, I did find over-the-counter broncade, which is helpful. And, oh, her liquor store has Peach Crown Royal, uh, just as good as Willie's. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my gosh. Peach Crown Royal. That, that would, would be, be interesting. interesting. I've had some good peach and bourbon drinks. Um, I had a really good one down in Kentucky for sales. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet that would be good. So, yep. <laughs> Betty says, forget diamonds, face masks are a girl's best friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see yeah. that to a point. And Shell still point. wears them at work. Um, yeah, needs more cowbell. Definitely. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I hope... Always, Always my cowbell. Oh, Betty never disappoints. Mm-hmm. There's the link. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to copy that link because I want to hear this. Um, <laughs> thanks for sharing, Betty. Uh, the cow, <laughs> the cow, cow, ver, cow jingle bells. <laughs> is, is it a, that's, is it a uh, Chick-fil-A <laughs> commercial? It should be if it isn't. <laughs> I know, especially for the holidays. Mm. Anna's saying that crown, the peach crown is peach tea and crown. Yum. Yum. I like, I do. Or like she's saying peach tree peach and peach crown tree. is her drink. That sounds wonderful. I had a friend, I had a friend that worked at Snapple for many years until she went and moved to Florida. And, uh, I just, I'll be honest with you, I always loved their peach tea mm. and their lemonade, their LNG. Oh. Well, I can tell you, um, I, my daughter's childhood was made much better and my life was made much easier with her love of the Snapple apple. She loved Snapple apple juice like nothing else. Mm. I mean, we would buy cases of it. <laughs> um not that she drank it all the time, but when, you know, we mixed things up, but that was one of her favorites. So we, we always had it on hand. Yeah. Good times. Well, Anna's, Anna's making me laugh for, and, <laughs> and good for you. Good for hers. And she's got six new bras and new boobs, courtesy of Highmark yesterday. Oh, yesterday. good. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. I hope everything goes well with that. Um, awesome. Awesome. Oh, Betty's mm-hmm. also a fan of the Snapple Apple. And she says the album is available on iTunes. They also have a version of Jingle Bells with chickens. 
of that one of I might course miss. of course Paul's uh super fan <laughs> would mm-hmm. would of course know he is. this. Oh and Mango's joined. Hey Mango. And it and it's a great it day. is indeed. I was saying to Pam I had to actually turn my light back on this morning because the clouds uh the sky got so dark. Um because it's mm-hmm. raining here in Harrisburg. So yeah, it's raining. Yeah. So, but yes, it is dark. I have all my lights. Lit. Yes, it is. It is, and, and I'll tell you, I'm I'm mea culping myself because I did not get my questions to SR early enough. So, we don't. Well, I think this week you would have had to have gotten them to. Like, I don't have Q and A for him, uh, for us for this chapter or for this part of the chapter. However. We will share those answers next week. When we get so we have a and, uh, little so bit of news. Oh, and Anna's saying very fun store in her area with huge selection and lovely fitters. Great. That's a good to yeah, know. Yeah, definitely. That's that's super important. Um, Sue's saying, yeah, it's a kind of depressing day. But I was watching Gabriel's Rapture yesterday, so it fits today's mood. Ooh. Ooh, it is. That would one. be a good, uh, good one to watch in the rain. Ah, that movie. I just still. Mm. I just still. Is that uh, is that SR now? <laughs> if he's in Campbell, New York, it could be. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm. Uh, and I'm sorry I didn't get things out earlier. I was on deadline for a couple projects. I'm still digging out. I'm not even through all my emails yet from when I was out. So I'm going to do a little bit of extra work this weekend to try and catch up. Um, so, uh, so in the absence of SR news, do you want to... Um, sure. Um, well, we do have a little SR news. We, we can talk a little bit about Tosca being on Nightline because I know he reposted that. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen that yet. Um, but I'm going to put the link in. She was on Nightline this week talking about passion flicks and her passion project. And of course the obligatory questions about Elon and May. Um, of course. May was May was interviewed mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. They were on the set of uh, Amy Benson series, which mm-hmm. I cannot wait for. I'm super excited to see that. Um, it's going to be really, really. Uh, Shell said she saw it. It was a good interview. Um, <laughs> Flora also said that was a really great interview. Sue Mango saw it was good. I, as, I, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes, I know Miss Kenzie right, reminded me uh, uh, when it was going to be on uh, earlier this week, and, and she's like, are you going to watch it? She texted me at 1 o'clock in the morning, are you going to watch it? <laughs> or did you watch it? And I didn't get the text till the next morning, so obviously <laughs> yeah, I wasn't awake for it. You may have fallen asleep before then. Um, uh, yeah, you never know. I so. um Sue uh, Mangos said, she, I'm glad to see the word get out more about passion flicks. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I, I think it's too. great. And we've been talking about uh, 
you know, the desire for more people to learn about it and having the discussion about uh, romance and, um, you know, being able to share that and, and have that very powerful collaboration with authors as opposed to just uh, selling the script. And um, it's, it's just, it's really, really good. Uh, Elena says, I'm so happy for Tosca. She's getting some great media coverage lately. Yes. I personally am hoping she gets invited to go on The View. I would love to see her. Um, I think that oh, would, I would be a really, really great. Good with um, yeah. And I'm hopeful since uh, it was ABC and uh, that's an ABC property. I'm hopeful that that will filter to them. Well, and you know what? She might work out well because I know that um, Sarah on The View, she has mm-hmm. a book club. And I think one of the last books she um, brought out was um, one, uh, I think it was Colleen. Colleen Hoover, Hoover. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been, I think. But so, you know, it's like this perpetual argument that I have with my sister because my sister, you know, she she holds her nose at romance books and and, uh, because she thinks of uh, her aunt by marriage um, who read the Harlequin romances Mm -hmm. until the day she died, I think. And uh, I I said, well, you know what? If it weren't for the romance genre, publishing would be done. You're you're right. You know it. You're 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 right. right. 50 Shades Saved. uh, Saved saved at least print. print. You know, Mm -hmm. people... um, People have, uh, people have been waiting and waiting, and um, mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, I think it's pretty important um, that romance is recognized and given um, respect. You know, it's, it's... Yeah, I mean, there's some very good writers out there. It's not all about the bondage or the... Or, or, you know, crazy-ass sex scenes or anything like that. It's, you know, it's just the connection between people and how they react to people and to each other and grow and, and stuff. And, uh, you know, it's a shame that, you know, more people can't get into it. It's more, to me, it's more of an escape than reading a, um, a John Grisham novel. And I like John Grisham, don't get me wrong. Or Brad uh, Thor. Mm-hmm. So, in any event, that's yeah, my take. I think I think it's important. Um, and I, I've I've been at book festivals and heard authors. Um, one of my favorite authors is Laura Lippman, who does uh, is a great mystery uh, writer. And um, you know, she also talked about how specific genres are relegated. Uh, mystery is kind of a lot of people. It's the same. It's not treated as, uh, you know, true works of uh, fiction, or or it's not treated as some of the other uh, literary, uh, acclaim, highly acclaimed literary uh, genres. And um, you know, it's just ridiculous. You know, storytelling is storytelling, 
And, you know, it is. I, I, there's a lot of discussion here. You know, Shell says romance books and movies need more positive perspective instead of the cheesy smut description. Flora says, I love that mm-hmm. the word is spreading about Tosca and the wonderful world of passion flicks. More romance, please. And <laughs> Betty said, 50 Shades made jury duty go quickly. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Betty, I forgot about that. I forgot that's when you were reading mm-hmm. it. Um, I love that. Shell says, the need for more intelligent questions about the source material. Yes. And um, Anna says, her son texted her to inform her that the smut movies I watch are made by Elon's sister. Nice. <laughs> Spoken like a true son, right? Um, Manga said, the feminist Absolutely. in me gets very annoyed that romance is made fun or dismissed because the audience is mostly female. A hundred percent agree with that, Mango. A hundred percent agree with it. It is so, and, and you know, that is the, the largest um, market of his romance. It is a multi-billion dollar business. So, yeah, Elena was saying it's so annoying. Many pe- And Shell said many people are snobs when it comes to a genre uh, is the truth. Very excited because um, I feel like the more Tosca gets out about it as well, you know, she always really emphasizes that point. Um, you know, it's about mm-hmm. feminism. It's about also having a woman's perspective. And she's a champion of women in film. So she really has given opportunity to women directors, women um, members of the crew, uh, and obviously mm-hmm. a lot of women writers uh, material um, is being produced. So super exciting mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. And the other yep. super exciting stuff is in the spirit of the holiday season, we mm-hmm. are going to have a giveaway from Santa SR himself. So look for the post coming out this week. Um, we are going to have Gabriel's Promise bookmarks as the giveaway. And uh, we will be announcing the winners on Christmas Eve. So in the spirit of the season, it's time to deck the halls and have a little holiday giveaway. <laughs> so stay tuned Absolutely. for that. Um, super excited uh, about being able to share those, and um, it's very kind of SR to. Uh, and SR, eh. and SR might say, uh, <laughs> "It's about time you have these for a while." <laughs> well, everybody, you know, all of the fan—I uh, shouldn't say all of the fan, but a couple of the fan podcasts and the fan—I um, know the Emerzooms. Did yeah, and I think our guile empire, if I'm not mistaken, correct me on that mango. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think our guile empire did the giveaway as well. So I just think it, uh, I think it's fun in the season of giving. Uh, we wanted to do, we kind of thought it would be a fun time to do the giveaway. So, um, Santa boss mm-hmm. is coming to town, Betty says, <laughs> and uh. Yes, Bruce, Bruce is coming to town next year. Yes, he is. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And uh, Mango says, we're holding up publishing. You're right, we are. Lori's ch- clear, <laughs> cheering. 
And Betty's saying women's movies are beautiful. They have an actual story. It's not like guys' movies where there's mostly explosions, fights, and really loud music. Yeah, you know, there's criticism um, Mm -hmm. a lot of the time, um, and yet people are promoting projects that often are denigrating women and um, not illustrating positive women role models. So, um, yeah, I I think there's a lot of opportunity here. Shell says, it's funny how many men spit on romance books, but we are supposed to be okay with their interests and hobbies and choices. And um, Mm -hmm. Sue said, we had a giveaway of signed book plates not too long ago. Um, And Argyle Empire loves it. So, yes, 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 they they do. do. And Betty wants to know if Paul or Gabriel will be delivering the gift. (laughs) Maybe we could get Willie to do a special (laughs) delivery. Um, Maybe, yeah, that might be a good call. Willie does or, the special or, delivery. Or snarky. <laughs> you think we could arrange for a snarky, snarky uh, delivery service? Snarky would be fun. Service. A snarky delivery service with a, as long as there's a bottle of Lafroy hanging around. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's for sure. That's for sure. So, so. Um, we are, speaking of uh, Gabriel, we are back in Sealands mm-hmm. Grove for chapter four. Um, we are covering chapter are. four in parts because it is a longer chapter. And uh, yeah, this might be a five part chapter. <laughs> Go look at this chapter. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's okay, though. That's okay. We have lots of good things to talk about. And um, for this first part, mm-hmm. as you remember, when we got, uh, when we last left. The Emersons, they weren't talking to each other. And Gabriel was just uh, counseled by uh, his father and his brother-in-law on the ways of uh, making up with women. Um, and, and I'm yes. just going to interrupt one moment because Miss Mayor says happy oh, New Year to thank everyone. You, Mayor. Thank and you, Mayor. Thank Christmas. you. Tell her we wish her a really happy new year and happy Christmas as well. That is great. We will. We will. <laughs> Betty says Snarky Sorry. would love visiting beautiful women on Christmas. I'm sure he would. I'm sure he does. Of course he would. <laughs> That's Snarky. He gets around. Yes, he does. He does get around, doesn't he? So, you know, we're waiting to see what happens next uh, in the Gabriel and Julia saga. Um, Gabriel was pretty much uh, very upset. Um, Julia was very upset. She kind of shut herself off, ran away from the issue. Um, And Gabriel was listening to some sound advice and, and also had a reality check, I think a little bit from Richard, because I think he did not realize that Grace and Richard also had uh, challenges that they had to work through. Um, and I think, I think that was kind of instructive to him as well. He didn't realize all of that. So, so they went to bed angry, which neither one of them really wanted to do. So very early the next morning, Julia's phone rang. She jerked awake at the sound of message in a bottle. She looked 
as the phone vibrated on her desk, but she didn't want to answer it. And a few minutes later, a chime went off and she had a message. So curious, she walked over to the desk and picked up the phone. And who was that message from but Dante Alighieri himself? Ah, I'm sorry, is what the message said. And while she was trying to think of what to say, another text said, forgive me. And as she began to put a response together, there was a very quiet rap on the door. Please let me in. I cannot wait to see this on screen, by the way. This scene, I think, is going to be just beautiful because I, I just Melanie and Julia are so... They're so great at presenting these characters. And, you know, by now they really have embodied um, Gabriel and Julia, I think, so beautifully. Um, oh, and all the birthday, or the birthday, the Christmas love going to Mayor. You'll have to show her the comments and later, Pam. She'll love that. I will. So, she read the text before she went to the door, then went and opened the door just a crack. And all his glory, there's Gabriel, and he said hi. He had taken a shower but hadn't shaved, and he was the most beautiful sight that she had seen. The dark stubble, the white T-shirt, and those pair of jeans and bare feet. So she kind of took him in, and then she asked if there was a reason that he was knocking at 6 a.m., and, you know, and, you know, Mango agrees, you know, she thinks it's going to be good on screen and so does floor and sigh. I know, Mango, can you just imagine? Uh, I would love to see Julio be great. at my door. <laughs> I said, Julio, I meant Gabriel. You know who I mean. I, I, I can see mm-hmm. the panning. Yes, I, I, I just can see how Dennis is going to shoot this. I think it's going to be awesome. Um so mm-hmm. Betty Nitz, if this were a musical, Julie and Paul need to sing a duet, maybe a little total eclipse of the heart. Oh my gosh, Betty. I know. <laughs> Poor Gabriel, Betty says. You know who else looks like a heartthrob after a shower? Paul. <laughs> Betty, you are on fire today, girl. I love it. So Shell says, sure, Leslie, sure. No, seriously. I know. At this point, they are intertwined in my head. Gabriel, not Julio. Gabriel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's standing there hoping she lets him in. I'm sorry, Julianne. He was reasonably contrite, you know, because she did indeed um, let him in. Another epic moment on screen. Big sigh. Yes, Elena. It's uh, This is going to be just, yeah, it's going to be really good. The fact that his eyes were bloodshot, his clothes were rumpled as if they were thrown on um, out of a bag for destined for the Salvation Army, like he grabbed them on quickly. Um, you know, I think she she realized he'd been suffering too, because I think in her mind she didn't think he really thought much about how that came across to her, and. I think she didn't realize he was as affected by this argument as she was. She said, you hurt me. And he said that he knew and he was truly sorry. And he also said he reread her paper and 
She put her hand on her hip and she said, that's why you knocked on my door? To tell me that? And grinning, he said that uh, he, you know, he wanted to talk to her and she had not answered um, when she called on the phone. So Mm -hmm. he said it reminded him of the situation in Toronto when he kept uh, trying to call her and she wouldn't answer his phone um, because she was in the shower and he had to climb through her window. Mm -hmm. Julia remembered him standing in her backyard with a bag of food and she had greeted him in a towel. <laughs> and uh, at least he didn't burn or shred or paper, but he said. <laughs> I saw that. I saw and, that. Um, yes. you know, and, um, Julia, at this point, um, Gabriel said, You forgot something. He said, It's something really important. And he handed the illustration of the contention for Guido de Montefeltro. And he said, I found it on the floor on the bedroom last night. Now, he wasn't quite sure who dropped it. Um, and Julia had ignored the illustration. We had left it in her mailbox in Toronto. And that's, you know, he mentioned that. And she searched his expression. And she could tell he appeared really agitated. And he was worried um, yes, as Betty said, all oh, the good old days. So I liked the way SR wove yes. in some of these uh, reflections on their relationship, because I'm sure that was going mm-hmm. through his head, especially um, in light of the Guido reference. Um, and then we find out that really is some one of the reasons. You know, Betty said, you know what, Gabriel, you know what, Gabriel, if you came in with a box of chocolates, your apology would be accepted right away. No questions asked. Or maybe that's just me. (laughs) Shell says his academic connection was challenged. (laughs) Yes, it was. It was definitely challenged by her. And I I think originally when this argument first started, he was taken aback by the fact that she would even not even consider his first paper that he wrote about the Guido connection. And Shell noted he himself was hurt by Julia's words. And I think that's very true. Mm-hmm. So, as you know, so he's standing there and he's like, yeah, he's running his hands through his wet hair and he acknowledges that she needs to get away, from, that he needed, she needed to get away from him. But they'd been apart too long. See, that's why he should have gone in before. Exactly. This out, but. Exactly. But anyway. So it could he asked if he could come in and so she she stepped back and and she still could see all this worry that was going on in his eyes and he closed the door behind him. He says Julia went to the couch and she in the protective mode of curling herself up and wrapping herself in their orchard blanket. And she he said, I read your paper again, all the way to Inferno. And he said he said he's something yesterday that he shouldn't have and Julia thanked him for that and she's still very cautious mm-hmm. about what she's, what um, she's saying too <clears throat> and gave, gave yeah uh, Betty wondered it would Paul find this check the challenge sexy 
And Shell noted that he, you know, he was hurt because he was thinking he was being dismissed by Julia. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and as far as Paul find the challenges sexy, um, Paul would find anything Julia did sexy because mm -hmm. he was that crazy <laughs> about her. Mm -hmm. And I think... Unfortunately, Betty, I do think that Julia would get annoyed with that after a while. We'll have to see. And and Mango notes, but I think ever after some time together, even after some time together, their individual issues, anger and temper, lack of self-confidence, still do come to the surface. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. So, so uh Gabriel continues, and he uh, he's sitting leaning in the desk, and and she's staring at his feet because there's some for me there's something about bare feet I don't know. Anyway, um, and he said he'd be happy to help her if she needed it, and um, you know, it, it she and she welcomed that advice as long as he wasn't telling her mm -hmm. what to say and how to say it. And Gabriel assured her that he would never tell her what to think. And the ideas, her ideas, were like also what was so important to him. She, she just wants that respect, and she wants to be able to be her yeah. own, um, her own uh, ac academic uh, mind. You know, she wants to have her own identity in uh, academia, and it's important to her. <laughs> Shell <Absolutely>. says, <laughs> sketchy Guido is sketchy. She needs that phrase on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh -huh. I love it, Shell. And challenges are good, he said. <laughs> yes, they are. And also, Shell needs uh, yes. that phrase on a t-shirt, which is great. So, so and he, his eyes fell to the illustrations that he was holding. And he told her that he... Uh, he overreacted. Said so the the subject of your paper was somewhat personal mm -hmm. to him. He explains the story of Saint Francis risking hell to save Guido's soul represents what I was always trying to do when I made my confession to the disciplinary com commission in in Toronto. Now, when I was I highlighted mm -hmm. this in the book. You know, I keep two books for the podcast. I have one that's that I've read and used in in is in. I'm not going to say it's in pristine condition because it has been read. But I also have one that I use to highlight for the podcast and, you know, make notes and annotate. So I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not messing up one because God forbid, as, as a, a friend would say to me, desecrating SR's <laughs> books. <laughs> uh, you're studying them. I love, I love but, the fact that I love the fact you do that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's important, and I, I think uh, you know there's a lot of conversation. Anna's noting perhaps Gabriel felt maligned as well as disrespected, and Shell notes she wants mm -hmm. to be Julia wants to be seen as a smart person, not just a sexual being in Gabriel's eyes. And Betty said Gabriel takes everything True. personal. Um, Anna notes Gabriel mm -hmm. is not the only one that needed to apologize, and she agreed. And, and Anna notes Julianne true. takes everything personally as well. And um, I, I think I think some people build up this uh, self-defense mode, whether you like it, mm -hmm. whether it should be or not. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I know she does that. 
But one of the other reasons why I highlighted this particular uh, line was I remember we had asked SR one time about the books, and it might have been a few podcasts ago. I, I'm not exactly sure when, but I do remember the question coming up. And he said, you know, St. Francis plays a pivotal role in everything of the Gabriel series. Yeah. So, you know, it, so that, it, you know, that struck me while I was, was going through this for the, for today. Um, so now there's a slump in Julia's throat because, you know, she thought about what happened the previous year with the committee and that separation that were far too painful to dwell on. And Gabriel's continuing saying he was not merely acting on her paper, but also he was reacting to was the dismissal of the story, our story. So Julia also was not wanting to be dismissive of something so important. She knew he went through hell. And now she grew determined, saying that if the role had been reversed, she would have gone through the hell with, for him too. And she would have descended to hell to rest. Yes, and I, you know, I agree with a lot of the comments here in the chat room. Uh, Anna's note and Gabriel was not the only one that needed to apologize. And Shell agreed with that. Julianne takes everything personally. I did mention that. And Gabriel needs to hear the words from Julia to see, you know, and to see that Gabriel's not bulletproof. I mean, it's this has been really hard on him as well. And, you know, the comment about her descending to hell to rescue him, this brought a smile to Gabriel's lips. Uh, and he said, Beatrice knew she couldn't go to hell with Dante, so she sent Virgil instead. <laughs> Julia commented, the only Virgil she knew was Paul. And Paul's hardly a candidate for Virgil, according to Gabriel. <laughs> Insert the angel fucker, Michelle said. Angel fucker. I know, Betty, I always, I thought of you when I read this, um, you know. An angel got its wings, Betty said. <laughs> and I also inserted in the notes in parentheses, calm yes. down, Betty. <laughs> you know. As Julia said, so. um, Gabriel, you need to apologize to Paul. I don't think that's happening, Betty. <laughs> you know. I don't either. You know. At least mm -hmm. not in this lifetime mm -hmm. of the series. Julia said that, you know, Paul was Virgil for her, much to Gabriel's chagrin. And cause it still bothered him that Julia was comforted by Paul. And I think it also bothered him that Julia needed to be comforted by Paul, um, you know. Mm -hmm. And Gabriel reflected back saying, you know, I was a bastard then and now. And he did not want to hurt her. And he apologized. And Julia knew that. And she apologized to him as well. I thought it was really important to hear Julia apologize to him. I'm glad it was written in there. I almost wish there would have been a little bit more language around her apology. Um, but the fact she apologized, I think, was important because they both wronged each other. It yes. wasn't just Gabriel. Um, mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> but he says the world needs more Virgil. 
<laughs> Shell said, I don't need to see the need. At some points, Paul inserted himself and got burned. And Anna noted, Gabriel has many deep insecurities as well, but he must mask it to do his position in being male. Um, Julianne is allowed to openly have her insecurities, and he's expected to be the person to acquiesce. <laughs> Shell said Julia should apologize to Paul. And um, I think she did at... Yeah, she did in her own mm -hmm. way at the, at the farm. But when he, you know, he he she expressed he expressed his feelings for her, and and she was you know as grateful as she was to the, to a, as his mm -hmm. as a friend. She apologized. Yeah. She couldn't be any more than that. Anna says Julianne's apology was reactionary. Um. I think I think it was, but I do think she. I think it. I do feel like it was sincere. I think she. This is why I wish there would have been more written around the apology, um, mm -hmm. because I would have liked her to have said, "I shouldn't have shut you out." Um, right. So Betty had regarding Paul said, "Who else was Julia supposed to go to during that period?" Would he be okay if she had run to another guy's arms instead of Paul? We know the answer to that. Um, Shell says she used him. And Anna said, I'm not a Paul fan, but Julianne used him terribly. And Flora said, right, they were equally at fault and communication between them needs to be better in terms of Julia and Gabriel. So, so we have this moment. And she had the apology, and Gabriel moved from the desk and stood in front of her and asked if he could sit next to her. Um, and I think that was him trying to be mindful and respectful of her space, given the fact that she pushed him away so terribly. And she nodded, and he sat and held out his hand, and she put her hand in his and he pulled her onto his lap. Um, Anna's uh, noting that it seems like she can't admit to wrongdoing. Shell said, as much as I loathe him, uh, Julia did a disservice to Paul for stringing him along at points. And Be Betty noted, Julia, you hurt Gabriel's feelings. Use full sentences for your apology. I'm sorry is not good enough. <laughs> so... I, I wonder if at some point when he was, when Nassau was writing fan fiction, I know Redemption was more of a, of, you know, an, a, an mm -hmm. acquiescence to the fans of the of the book. But I wonder if there was like an outtake or something that maybe somebody said, no, you can't Oh, that's have possible. That. That's definitely possible. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, the... They are, they did hurt each other. They are making up. They are, they apologized. And he, he wanted to hold her. And, you know, he told her that he did not want her locked in the bathroom to get away from him. And he cupped her face and he kissed her. Very delicately, really. And after an instant, she responded, 
um, into the kiss and they went back and forth and finally she wrapped her arms around him and he teased her and she opened up to him. Their tongues were going, um, kissing deeply. And this was their way. They not only communicated their feelings in words, but in, in touch and physicality. And he helps her straddle him and their chest press against each other. They continued this dance, and Gabriel whispered, come to bed. He proved that he was wanting her, and she wanted him, and this pleased him to no end. And so I'm reading some of the comments. Uh, Anna notes Gabriel's giving all the concessions. They have to admit, though, Anna, he was kind of counseled to do that by Richard and by um, Aaron. And Shell said she needs to put her big girl panties on and take responsibility. <laughs> and I said, Betty, simply saying you're sorry doesn't fix it. Actions. He wanted to hold her. Why didn't she reach out for him? Um, <laughs> and Shell agrees with both of you. So, of course, she could yeah, have. He, yeah. Well, you know, of course, at this point, Betty says, true, these two do need therapy. Yes. And, and Gabriel says, come to bed. We still have time to make up before everyone wakes up. You know, making up properly in Gabriel's uh, mind includes uh, makeup sex. And so Julia froze a bit. She said, we can't make up properly with others in the house. And Gabriel disagreed saying, oh, yes, we can. Oh, yes, we can. You can ask the question, Pam, that you posed. <laughs> and um, okay, so my that, I just wanted to read the comments. Why does Gabriel have to work for it so hard? And Julia gives a lukewarm effort. Shell said, "Don't get me wrong, I like Julia, but girl got issues too." Betty notes Is that Gabriel texting that he agrees with the choir. <laughs> and Anna says, "Which is wrong and sets the stage for how this marriage will be." Um, I think you're meaning the Gabriel Gabriel taking more of the, the blame than he should. Um, we'll have to see. I feel like they can evolve from this. Um, yeah, because they're still both going through therapy. Yeah, too. but I, I think Anna's point last week was a good one that they need to do. They need to go back into couples therapy as well so they can True. work on their their issues together and their communication strategies together. Um, so what, um, we had one more question in the last five minutes before, uh, before the kickoff of the world cup, because they're singing the national anthems right now. Okay. So my question out there was who remembers the first time they had sex in their parents' house when they were, after they were married? <laughs> or if the parents came to visit well, you? I can, I can tell you that I actually lived, we lived with my mother-in-law when we first got married. <laughs> so I'm just putting it out there like that. I remember that period very well <laughs> because that yes, was a daily yes. uh, occurrence. <laughs> Well, 
Well, well, well the, 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 for me, personally, the for, for worse was my, my mom lived with her brother in, at the shore, and there was the heating vent that went all along that one side of the house. Went in my uncle's room, the bathroom, the middle bedroom, and my mom's room. <laughs> and we used to tease my uncle. Um, we'd, we'd whisper, not really whisper, but mention in the, through the vents, <laughs> this is your mother calling. Oh, my gosh. That is. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is. You know what was out there. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious and mortifying at the same time. That's really funny. That's really, really that's, funny. That's, uh, yes, yes. Pillows became very important. <laughs> <laughs> How quiet can... Let's play a game. How quiet can you be? Um, <laughs> I love the emojis. <laughs> Mango and shower <laughs> The wide eyes of shock. And Flora is laughing out loud. Um, Pam, wow. Yeah, that, that is <laughs> truly epic. Well, because, you know, she's mentioning the fact that, you know, everybody's there and <laughs> should they be? Or should oh, my they? gosh. <laughs> yes. Another chapter. Another. I totally agree. Another chapter. Pam for your bookshelf says um, that is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, we used to we used to love to get my uncle though. <laughs> my 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 grandmother's nickname for my uncle was Plum, which was also the dog's name. <laughs> her their dog. And they called the dog Plum because Johnny had gone into the service in the, the army, and she needed her young a young younger one there. Johnny was the youngest, mm -hmm. so they got the dog. So she named the dog Plum because of Johnny. Mm -hmm. So. My mother would sit there. Plum. Plum. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we were so bad. Anyway. Well, I wanted to circle back because Anna, um, our counselor in residence um, for all things SR, uh, had noted earlier um, I think on my couch, Julianne would be sniffling and I would need to stop Gabriel from making excuses from her. And she continued um, noting that couples therapy um, is needed. These two having individual therapies not working because the respective therapists are working against the best interests of the couple. So they need to be able to have that time together to navigate coupledom together. Um, mm -hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> Shell said, I think they were all expecting um, that, meaning makeup sex. Uh, so I don't think the family would be surprised if they um, heard a little bit of noise uh, coming from their bedroom. Uh, well, unless they create, unless they did, you know, they did the bedroom like Christian and did the, his bedroom with Anna. <laughs> While they were on their honeymoon, the brother did the double insulation, so it'd be, there'd be no noise. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. I'm sure yeah. Gabriel hasn't thought about that yet. <laughs> and Anna said that they 
you know, having that couple therapy, they could then heal as a couple. Um, Shell says a little bump and grind, LOL. Uh (laughs) Sexual healing, as Marvin Gaye would say. And uh, Betty's Uh. question to you, Pam. Will you write an erotic novel? You could be the new E.L. James. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I could never write like she did, did, and I could never write on a BlackBerry like she did for most of those. <laughs> Which is amazing. Because I, I remember reading in an inter- interview with her one time where she wrote most of the Fifty Shades novel on a BlackBerry. Yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> and Anna, <laughs> I, I can, yes. Uh, shower sex, shower muffled sex. sound mm-hmm. some. Yes. A very yes, good yes, strategy. Got to be um, when you have house. It wouldn't guests. be so much as bumping, <laughs> not so much bumping, cried, but slip and hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And on that note, <laughs> I want to ask uh, because uh, play has just begun for the World Cup uh, game Netherlands okay. and the U.S. Um, okay. I want to ask. Slip, slip and slide, Manga said. <laughs> they need to soundproof the house. <laughs> oh, slip and slide, bump and grind, you know. Hey, you know. All the good things. Anna says shower sex is a hazard. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> oh my gosh. Great minds, Mango. Great minds. So I. Um, I can't wait to uh, to hear the rest of the chapter um, and see mm-hmm. how uh, the family reacts to their uh, reconciliation. It should be good. <laughs> Shell note: safety bars and mats should be used. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And especially nowadays because you don't want to break your hip. <laughs> You are priceless. Never change, my friend. Never change. Uh, And Anna notes uh, blown in insulation in the walls is a quick fix for soundproofing. And uh, Mango notes, I wrote a shower sex scene once, but I wrote it realistically, LOL. Literally lots of slipping around. (laughs) You would have to. I love it. Everybody's. (laughs) Yes, Pam, please never change. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh this has been so much fun this has been great you guys I love talking about this book with you I love discussing SR's uh, SR's scenarios and where he's what he's writing and how he's written his characters and what they've done and how it affects our life <laughs> oh my lord oh well <laughs> I love it. As Elena says, such fun as always. Uh, tears streaming, laughing, emojis. I've have a wonderful week, everyone. I'll miss you now. All next week, do it to our Christmas fair and cookie walk at my church. Peace and love, y'all. And it's from Shell. And it says most guys can't hold up the girl in the shower in real life. <laughs> That's and true. Depends on the guy. <laughs> that is true. Um, Shell says, I really needed this today. I'm so glad. 
<laughs> always a great time here, Flora says. I appreciate you all, Lori said. It's always fun. And Betty said, Gabriel will not be impressed with all these stories. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll inspire him. <laughs> Although I don't think Gabriel know. needs any inspiration know. for uh, uh, ways to have makeup sex with his wife. Uh, Betty says, yeah, great show, so ladies. Either. Thank you, Betty. You always inspire us and you make the show better. All of you make it better by your comments and insight and thoughts. Wishing everybody a really great week. I can't wait to talk next week. It's going to be great. So, Pammy? There'll be more trains going into the tunnel with lots of steam coming out. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! So I'm 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 letting you go with Rick Derringer and rock and roll hoochie too. <laughs> so have a great week, all. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't think of a better a better song. Uh, hoochie coo for Absolutely. the bump and grind and the slip and slide. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, Anna. Yes, have a lovely week. Eat the cheesecake, drink the wine. Yes, have a great time, guys. Absolutely. Enjoy. <laughs> 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 Bye-bye. Priceless. <laughs> <laughs>